Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Board in the Quarantine movie review by those crazy folks at Graham Cinema. I'm Janelle, one of those crazy folks, and I want to welcome you guys. Thank you again so much for the fantastic feedback that we've been getting. We definitely want to encourage you guys to drop us a line. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit our website at grahamcinema.com. We definitely want to hear from you. If you have any specific requests as to what movies you'd like to hear from us, we definitely want to encourage you guys to send in your requests. So with that being said, we are going to be reviewing the original Lethal Weapon that came out in 1987 this week, starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Gary Busey. Uh, this has been a movie that Scott has been plugging relentlessly since the podcast came out. So this is his opportunity to go more in depth as to why this is such a great movie. Uh, it spawned four sequels. Uh, it was one of the highest grossing movies in 1987. It had a budget of $15 million, one five, uh, and it grossed over $120 million at the box office. I know, know what you guys are thinking, $120 million, well, that's not a lot of money. But when you take into account inflation, you take into account budget versus box office, it was a huge moneymaker for the movie company. Uh, this movie was directed by Richard Donner, guy who directed Superman and a slew of other very successful movies, and this is one of his most successful um, and, uh, you know, also take into account that back then movie stars were not making $20 million a movie like they are now. Um, so budgets were very small back then. Um, it was still very rare for a movie to make over a hundred million dollars, uh, when you go back into the eighties and the early nineties. So when you take that into account, this movie was just off the charts successful. So with that being said, let's get into our review. Jackrabbit son of a bitch that did Hunsaker. You sure? I'm sure, man. I never forget an asshole. Every single day I wake up and I think of a reason not to do it every single day. You know why I don't do it? This is gonna make you laugh. You know why I don't do it? The job. Doing the job. Now that's the reason. Why you gotta make things so complicated? Shit. Shit. Yeah. Thanks. I don't make things complicated. That's just the way things get all by themselves. Do you really wanna jump? Do you wanna? Well then, that's fine with me. Come on, let's do it, asshole. I suppose we have to register you as a lethal weapon. You ever met anybody you didn't kill? Well, I haven't killed you yet. God hates me, that's what it is. Hate him back, it works for me. I'm too old for this shit. LAPD Homicide Sergeant Roger Murtaugh, played by Danny Glover, is partnered with Sergeant Martin Riggs from Narcotics. Um, Riggs is played by Mel Gibson. Um, he's a former Special Forces soldier um, who's still in mourning after his wife was killed in a car accident three years ago, turned suicidal and is taking his aggression out on suspects, um, leading to his transfer and subsequent partnering with Murtaugh. You know, they quickly fi uh, find themselves facing off against each other, um, you know, given their different styles of law enforcement, Riggs being a cop with a death wish and Murtaugh, you know, just celebrating his 50th birthday and probably looking at life after police work. Um, 
So, you know, the movie is really good. It's a really good exploration of the relationship between the two cops. Riggs actually ends up saving Murtaugh's life. Um, and Murtaugh generally starts warming up to him and starts tolerating his style, um, which was de- is definitely not necessarily a style that anybody would recommend of policing. Um, but it's really a good exploration of the two. Um, you know, interesting to see that um, Riggs kind of became a cartoon character as the series progresses. Um, the first movie, he actually has a lot of depth to him. He's a, you know, seen as a character, you know, a flawed character who is mourning the passing of his wife and um, kind of becomes a little bit of a joke after that. I, I, you know, I got to say that um, the Lethal Weapon movies themselves were okay, but the original one is kind of like the benchmark and the standard for buddy cop films. It was one of the highest grossing films of 1987. Um, it was just, it's considered one of the best action movies ever made. You know, this propelled Mel Gibson into the upper stratosphere of Hollywood uh, leading men. Um and he just became this huge superstar thanks to this movie. Mel Gibson and Gary Busey were trained in three different styles of martial arts uh, for their characters, so that's kind of a little interesting little tidbit. Uh, Glover and Gibson also went through some very intense physical training uh, in pre-production process, uh, weight workouts, weapons handling, and safety. They even went out in the field with actual LAPD officers so that they could look and act the part. Um, So it wasn't just something that was thrown together. It was something that they really, there was a lot of research thrown into it um, that gave it a lot of um, extra kick, so to speak. You know, speaking of this film being a huge box office hit, um, the script itself was purchased for the bargain price of $250,000. And then once it was purchased, it was offered to Richard Donner, who loved the script. Uh, Leonard Nimoy was one of the choices to consider for directing, but um, he turned it down, um, not feeling comfortable doing action films, and he was actually working on Three Men and a Baby at the time. So um, it would have been a completely different style of directing from Richard Donner. So it would have been interesting to see how that would have panned out. Uh, Michael Carmen was the primary composer on the Lethal Weapon soundtrack, um, although Eric Clapton came on board to do the guitar part for Riggs' theme, um, which you can hear on the podcast. It has a really good rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 55 reviews. It's got an 82%. Um, it's still called the most successful installment of the franchise. Um, you know, it's... Uh, you know, some people have likened it to Mad Max meets the Cosby show. It was kind of a, an interesting, the critics are kind of, you know, the critics were all pretty much in alignment on the movie, generally giving it great, uh, you know, great reviews. You know, Roger Ebert gave it four out of four stars. So it was really a huge critical success as well as a box office success. What you got, Scott? So yeah, Lethal Weapon this week. Tell me about Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon is like, uh... Like I said, I think people forget how great it is. It was one of the best action movies of the 80s. And it was... uh, I think people... It gets mixed in with the others that got increasingly more silly. And like... For example, the Mel Gibson character in the original is a tragic character. He's actually Mm -hmm. damaged. And in the sequels, they're more like, no, he's crazy because it's funny. 
Right. So they turned him into a cartoon. So he's got more depth than the original. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, uh, so it got to the point where the fourth one, which I just hated, uh, oh, yeah. just a straight up comedy. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, the second and third one were fine, but they weren't great. And um, I've heard they're making a fifth one. Yeah, I, I, I actually I, saw that confirmed online. You, you saw it confirmed? <laughs> yeah, I saw they, they confirmed it for twi- that that they were making a fifth one with with Danny Glover with and Mel Danny Gibson. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Yes, Danny thank Glover. God it's not a reboot. Oh, they, they did a reboot, didn't they? A TV series, yes. Oh, okay. All right. And the TV series was, like, silly. It, it, it just, people remember them as more cartoonish and well yeah because in the original his wife had been killed in a car accident and he had like a he was kind of like one of those cops with a death wish kind of a thing yeah he was suicidal it was like they took it seriously right which and then gave him more depth and more later it was like no let's just have him make three studios noises and yeah it just got to and how can they make a fifth danny glover's character would be in his 80s I know, I know. And I mean, Danny Glover, I mean, they both look good for their age, but they're both in their 70s. So mm. I don't know how they're going to pull this yeah, one Mel off. Yeah, Gibson should be... Danny Glover's da- I think daughter might be a granddaughter, a gra- I mean, a grandmother now. I, you know, I know. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to pull that one off. Um, well, whatever. I, I mean, did Richard Donner do all four, mov- all four movies? Or was yes. he? He did. Okay. Yes, he did. All right. So I guess then that kind of keeps the somewhat continuity between all four films right aside from the the change of tone uh right. and more or less right. um and um another movie i'm gonna recommend is a recent movie that didn't do very well but uh it's a it's a real good movie because what's making made me think of it is it's a it's sort of a buddy movie and it was directed by shane black who wrote lethal weapon uh it's called the nice guys you ever seen the Nice Guys? I've heard of it. I've never seen Russell it. Russell Crowe and, okay. and uh, Ryan Gosling were in it. Okay. And is it this a recent one or like more 2016. recent? 2016. Okay, so fairly recent. Great, great movie that just didn't catch on. But um, yeah, that that's a really good one. Yeah. So I would probably say that Lethal Weapon would be the original buddy co- a Betty Cop movie. Yeah, right? it's, that's another thing. It's been copied so many times, I think people forget how... How great it actually great is, it yeah. It's like uh, Die Hard people, because that's been copied so many times, and Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Oh, would you... Forget. Oh, yeah, Fatal Attraction is another one that's a good one. Um, would it surprise you to know that Mel Gibson was considered the lead, for the lead of Die Hard, and Bruce Willis was considered for the lead of Lethal Weapon? Really? I had not heard that. I read that online somewhere that they were both considered for each other's parts in both movies. Really? Yeah, which is interesting. Because Bruce Willis, uh, people thought it was weird he was making an action movie at the time. Yeah, because he had moonlighting going on at the time. and Blind Date. Right. So people weren't associating with action movies at the time. Yeah. Funny enough. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I read that online. I'm like... Really? That's interesting. An interesting little tidbit. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I think that I, I don't know how, if Bruce Willis would have done as well as Mel Gibson in that role. I don't know. No, I don't see. Well, I, I mean, I guess I don't know, it. but I mean, I don't know. yeah. So that's cool. Any mm-hmm. other uh, thoughts? Not really. Just. Uh... Uh, Lethal Weapon and Nice Guys. Check out the Nice Guys. Awesome. 
So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We definitely enjoyed it. We will be seeing you again next week. We are going to be reviewing Scott's Choice, which is Witness, a great movie, which garnered one of Harrison Ford's only Oscar nominations. So you won't want to miss that. See you next week. Thank you.